Greetings. I'm Michael Quinn Patton, and I'm delighted to have the opportunity to talk with you about uh, developmental evaluation, the implications of complexity theory, and systems change for impact uh, investing. I'm a full-time professional independent evaluation consultant. Uh, I work with philanthropic foundations, governments, uh, non-governmental organizations, nonprofits uh, to help them monitor their effectiveness, do performance measurement, uh, assess impacts across a broad range of kinds of programs from uh, local to national to international and have been doing this for some 45 years. Uh, as a part of that, the field of evaluation has grown and developed to adapt evaluation methods and techniques to different kinds of situations. And the situation we're going to talk about today is one that involves social innovators, people who are trying to bring about major change, and the funders who support social innovators uh, working in complex dynamic environments where the approach to evaluation needs to be adapted to that complexity. Developmental evaluation, which I'll be describing to you, is a way of doing that adaptation. And I'm going to describe uh, that, uh, the challenges of dealing with complexity from an evaluation perspective in support of impact investing, some ways of thinking about that differently, and then look at it through the large lens of uh, global systems change. Part of what we've done over time is research on the reactions people have to evaluation from different points of view. Social innovators, as I said, are people who are wanting to bring about major changes in the world. Uh, and so we identified a group of social innovators and interviewed them uh, about their views of evaluation with a technique called photo voice which involves showing a number of photographs and having the person being interviewed select one of those photographs as emblematic to them of their experience of the phenomenon of interest, which in this case is evaluation. Uh, so there's a photograph of a rainbow, uh, a burning forest, uh, a skyscraper, a family on a beach, uh, a uh, burning uh, rail, uh, and 20-some photographs, the one that social innovators were most likely to pick as their experience of evaluation was this photograph, which, as they talked about it, said that evaluation for them was burdensome, it slowed them down, uh, it uh, was excess baggage that they didn't find any real value in. And so I began working a decade ago with social innovators to come up with ways of approaching evaluation that would support innovation and the decision making and understandings that impact investors needed uh, in their ongoing support of social innovation. That requires understanding where social innovation fits in things. The conditions that challenge traditional uh, performance measurement in evaluation are a high degree of innovation, ongoing development, high degrees of uncertainty, dynamic situations, emergent situations, and major systems change. Places where adaptive management uh, is often used 
and developmental evaluation which is specifically aimed at dealing with these kinds of conditions. So complex situations are ones in which the traditional linear planning model of having identifying your inputs, the activities that are going to be supported, the outputs that are going to be achieved, the outcomes, the impact, and the performance indicators needed at each stage where there is formative evaluation to help improve the implementation of such a model, and then what we call summative evaluation, which is making an overall judgment about whether or not the desired impact has been achieved, that that approach actually is built on and assumes a fairly fixed static model, something that is uh, well-conceived, can be uh, clearly identified, is standardized, can be executed and implemented in a high-fidelity manner, uh, and that the evaluation is determining the extent to which that model works and therefore can be taken to scale or implemented in other places. But in complex dynamic situations, uh, standardized models don't work. They need to be adaptable and flexible because the context is changing and, and turbulent. So instead of that more traditional model, complexity approaches, the implementation of social innovations look much more like this, where there are a number of channels of activity that are emergent and interacting, um, and that each of these uh, forks in the road and emergent places are where developments are occurring, where adaptations are going on. And the purpose of developmental evaluation is to work with social innovators to capture the adaptations they're making, the adjustments they're making, that include adjustments in inputs, adjustments in activities and implementation and execution, uh, adaptations of outputs, uh, emergent outcomes that may depart from what was originally conceived as one learns about the system, uh, and adapt to the system and the complexities that uh, appear. It's instructive in this regard to look at research and evaluation on the implementation of strategy. And Henry Mintzberg is one of the world's leading thinkers about strategy. One of the books that he did called Tracking Strategies is a series of case studies of major multinational organizations that Henry had worked with uh, over long periods of time. And what he found was that organizations and companies and social innovators begin with some intended strategy that they want to carry out with desired impacts, and that as they begin implementing, they uh, fulfill part of that strategy uh, in the way he calls deliberate strategy, the things they intend to do that they actually do. But this is where it gets interesting, because Mintzberg found that high-performing organizations don't implement all of what they intend to do. As they engage in implementation, especially under conditions of complexity, they find that some things aren't working the way that they thought they were. Some, some assumptions they had uh, don't uh, add up. Uh, that conditions are changing, and so they leave behind some of what they intended to do. At the same time, because they're paying attention to the world, learning and adapting, there are emergent elements of the strategy. 
and where they end up over some five-year period, let's say, of what he calls realized strategy is the intersection of what they intended to do and did, plus what they left behind, plus what they picked up, and the interactions among what they did, what they left behind, what they picked up, that leads to the realized strategy and the realized results. Developmental evaluation takes that um, and adapts it to evaluation. But traditional accountability-driven evaluation uh, and much performance measurement, traditionally, only looks at the straight line between what was intended and what was realized. And the high-fidelity approach to accountability is you're supposed to realize exactly what you intended to do some years earlier. Anything that uh, is left behind is considered failure, and anything that's picked up is considered mission drift. So that's not a helpful way to think about performance measurement in a complex environment. The impact investors and the social innovators together need to be documenting both what adaptations are occurring and why they are occurring. So developmental outcomes of evaluation involves certainly identifying at the beginning what intended outcomes one hopes for, but to recognize that some of those will go unrealized as there are adaptations made in a turbulent, complex environment, uh, and that there will be emergent outcomes, new indicators as well as outcomes, so that what gets realized in outcomes and impacts is this combination of what was intended, what was left behind, what was picked up, and how those things interact. The overall uh, import of this is that traditionally evaluation has been very good at evaluating projects and programs and clusters of, of projects, doing goal attainment, outcomes measurement, performance indicators for uh, fairly static, standardized models. And the traditional approaches to performance measurement work for those situations. But new kinds of areas of evaluation, evaluation innovation, evaluating strategy, evaluating principles, evaluating policy change, systems change, and complex dynamic interventions require this more adaptable, emergent, and flexible approach, not only to the innovation itself, but correspondingly to evaluation. Uh, and so the challenges are to look at ways of evaluating uh, complex system impacts, uh, complex initiatives, things like environmental ecosystem sustainability, uh, collaborations, leadership uh, dynamics, inclusiveness and diversity, social innovation, collective impact, and the scaling of dynamic rather than fixed and standardized innovations. That means that we're tracking not just numbers, but maps, system maps how those maps are changing, how interconnections are changing, how boundaries are changing, how relationships are changing. That's what systems change involves. Um, this requires then ongoing situation analysis, not just at the beginning of a project, ongoing real-time planning, not just at the beginning, ongoing adaptation of implementation, uh, ongoing real-time evaluation, a more interdependent system of actions for engaging in complex dynamic systems that is less linear and sequential 
than it is interactive, holistic, uh, and uh, adaptive in real time as things emerge. This means that there needs to be more communication on an ongoing basis between social innovators, uh, impact investors, and evaluators, not just in traditional reporting forms, not just at midterm and end of some project, but in an ongoing basis to track the adaptations that occur in complex dynamic spaces. Now last year, 2015, was the International Year of Evaluation as designated by the United Nations. And there was a great deal of work done around the world in enhancing in, uh, national evaluation capacity in countries around the world. There are now over 130 uh, national organizations uh, in support of professional evaluation in countries and regions uh, around the world. A part of what came out of that analysis last year was both thinking about how social innovation takes place at national levels and at regional levels in countries around the world, but the way in which the kind of problems that social innovation addresses transcends national borders. And that means that we need social innovation that transcends national borders, as well as evaluation approaches that transcend national borders. Um, when we look at a map of the world and see all the different countries and the different evaluation systems that have emerged in countries, uh, we're seeing one part of evaluation that is fairly dominated by traditional performance measurement, monitoring, and evaluation systems. But when we start looking beyond borders and thinking critically about global issues, we end up needing to take uh, a larger context perspective. And a part of what's useful in that regard is to um, return to the image of the Earth as a globe, as a holistic system. And to do that, it turns out, you have to be at least 20,000 miles away from the Earth. Only 24 humans ever went that far into outer space so far. The three-person crews of the nine Apollo missions that traveled to the moon between 1968 and 1972. But only three in the last Apollo mission saw a full Earth and took the first complete photo of the Earth, what became known as the blue marble shot. This photograph taken of the Earth was actually also the only one ever snapped by a human being. The others were uh, taken under software programming. And here is the blue marble shot. It shows no borders, no national boundaries, a holistic blue Earth, a global system. And when we put these two images together, the traditional nation-state map and the blue marble image, we're actually dealing with different ways of thinking about global systems change uh, and therefore about how to engage in social innovation in these different kinds of systems and how to do evaluation at a global systems level. National boundaries, are the result of war, colonialism, enslavement, exploitation, genocide, oppression, greed, politics, religious persecution. They're not natural. They're artificial. They've been imposed. And as Einstein famously said, 
we cannot solve our problems with the same level of thinking that created them. So when we look at the major kinds of challenges that face us today, uh, environmental challenges, uh, economic challenges, virulent infectious diseases, dying oceans, global terrorism, international drug cartels, uh, global poverty and inequality, sustainability issues. To take on these issues, we're going to need global systems change, and the global system is highly dynamic. Um, these problems are disputed, they're a matter of intense debate, special interests dominate, multinational corporate interests play a major role, agency agendas become involved, there's competition for resources, but the stakes are high. And so a part of what this framework suggests is that impact investors, social innovators, and global systems evaluators together need to create some new ways of both thinking and engaging with global systems change. Uh, what I've begun calling blue marble evaluation uh, involves working with global initiatives that go beyond simple performance indicators that bring the full range of evaluation approaches to global the global initiative table and that offer a global systems evaluation perspective and appropriate methods uh, together with social innovators, global systems change thinkers, uh, and impact investors to track high-level global systems changes. The challenge then as we move forward to deal with global problems uh, and create collaborations where impact investors, social innovators, and global systems change blue marble evaluators are working together is to figure out how to take that big view of things, to think globally, to act globally, to invest globally, and to evaluate globally. That's the perspective I've had the opportunity to share with you today and appreciate the opportunity to do that. Uh, and I'll look forward to hearing reactions and thoughts about what this may mean in your own areas of practice. Thank you very much.